You're listening to Healthy AF Podcast, discussing all things strength, nutrition, and performance. We help people improve performance, reduce injury, and move better. And now, here are your hosts, Dave Howington and Corey Lehman. Welcome to the Healthy AF Podcast. Corey here with my main man, Dave. <laughs> Bada bump bump ching. All right, here we go. We're talking about speed, baby, which means we got to do this podcast really fast. And we're going to talk really fast. So if we're on 1.5 or 2.0 speed, you better slow it down right now. Um, that's not quite how I roll. So, you know, I'm, we've come Dave is like, he's like so calm and cool and collected. He's never been stressed in his life. I get stressed like every day, and Dave talks me down. Uh, it's not true. I do get stressed, but the core point, I'm like the worst person you'd want to deliver bad news because <laughs> I probably wouldn't have any emotion in my voice. Yeah. We're going to stick to training. Yeah. But anyways, we want to talk about speed and specifically something I've kind of struggled with in the past and really struggled to comprehend, but I want to talk about is the difference between front side and backside mechanics. All right, let's break it down, baby. Sweet. So the first thing I want to point out is a lot of people talk about this, and I think this is really important, is the importance of focusing on frontside mechanics over backside mechanics. A uh, great analogy I've heard uh, just the other day was, you know, when you get arrested, the cops put your hands in the back, like put your hands behind your back because it's harder to get away with your hands behind your back than with your hands in front of you. And so you think about when we're trying to go for speed, if we focus too much on what's happening behind us, that's kind of defeats the purpose because when I want to move fast, I'm focused on what's going on in front of me. Yeah, and, and, and you know, just to jump in there real quick, I think we've analyzed all these different parts of speed, right? And we've definitely made the mistake training ourselves and training others of like trying to overanalyze all these little parts, right? And to, and to, to try to pick it apart. And we know, especially with speed, like more is definitely not always better in terms of like coaching. Oh yeah. Uh, one thing I've learned, even just coaching in general is I now try to use as few words as possible. And you know, when I, when need to, when needed, I'll use words. Yeah. So like if you are an athlete listening to this, or if you're a parent, um, who wants to coach, um, your son or daughter to run faster, uh, learn from our mistakes, like over coaching in this realm is not really going to help that much oh yeah it's probably gonna hinder i mean any any athletic endeavor i recently took up golf and honestly i play a lot better the less people tell me to do something do this turn that way yeah. rotate this way i'm like dude i don't rotate i played football forever <laughs> i know like straight ahead and hit things the less thinking the better the body can organize itself yeah and, really and, well. and the thing with sprinting if people overlook this thing this um really the complexity of sprinting so I think at first they overlook it and they just assume like, yeah, well, you know how to sprint because you, you, athletes have to do it in every sport, right? Yeah. And then when they get like, when it comes to people really wanting to improve their sprinting, it's like the pendulum swings. They're like, okay, I got to know every little thing. How do we, how do we improve, right? And like, yes, it is technical, but I think there's a healthy balance. And yeah. I think what you're saying is so valuable, like starting first by focusing on front side mechanics. So I guess if you want to jump back into that and really yeah. vet out what that means. So backside mechanics, and don't get me wrong, I think some of the, a lot of this is still important for athletic endeavors, but backside mechanics are where you get like that plant leg that's pushing off. You get the triple extension of the extending through the hip, the ankle and the knee. Whereas frontside mechanics, you get that triple flexion of that knee drive. So you get the front leg driving up, you get the ankle, the 
toes pointing towards the shin. Uh, you get all of that with the frontside mechanics. And then also the arm drive, the arm swing with the frontside mechanics. You got that arm reaching out in front of you, whereas you got backside, you got the arm swinging behind you. And so those are the two. So basically it really is if you look at a still frame sprinter, frontside mechanics are everything that's happening in front of the sprinter and backside mechanics are everything that's happening behind. And I think this is where, you know, we take you back to like physics class in high school where for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. So the better knee drive an athlete can get, the better forward arm swing an athlete has, and the better their frontside mechanics are, the better their backside mechanics will be, and it'll just create a positive cycle. Whereas a lot of times what happens is if you make an athlete focus on their backside mechanics and you make them focus on their leg extension or their arm swing in the backside, they're going to forget to get that knee drive. They're not necessarily going to have a good knee drive. Yeah, and to the point of every action has an equal and opposite reaction, you could just think, if I get more lift on that knee drive, I get higher knee drive, then I'm going to be able to have more time to accelerate my foot down into the ground, thus producing more reaction from the ground and more propulsion. Yeah, and research even shows like the more front side focus an athlete is, the less ground contact time they have, which if we're talking about speed, the less time your body spends on the ground, the better. And then along with that, to your point, more force with less ground contact time. And then even too, when we think about the structure of what's happening in the body, athletes that are focused on that front side have a better pelvic positioning, which then allows their body to organize that force that they're receiving in a better in a better manner. Yeah, transfer force in a better manner, right? Exactly. Like that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, when we talk about like you know, we've all heard like oh, it's all about uh, the power in the hips or it's all in your hips. And like, there's there's some truth to that, but a lot of it has to do with the positioning of those hips. Like you have to be able to get your hips in the right position in order to transfer force effectively. Exactly. And when you're sprinting at max speed, you're putting six times the amount of force of your body into the ground. And so the better you can organize and transfer that force, the more, the better of a sprinter, the better, the faster you're going to be in any in, in any athletic endeavor. All right, so let's break down maybe two or three things, like just right off the bat, that would be really helpful and practical for developing sprint speed. Now that we we've kind of we've we thought conceptually, like okay, we need to start fo- focusing on front side mechanics. What's the practical application here? Yeah, and uh, honestly, let's just keep it as simple as possible. And let's just think of, you know, let's take it back to the fundamentals. As uh, Michael Scott in the office likes to say, we like to put the mental and fundamental. Um, <laughs> but what I want you all to think about is knee drive and just even just incorporating it into your warm-up. So really easy exercises. One thing is just focus on doing high knees more into your warm-up and focus on arm drive with the high knees. Um, I actually have eliminated, well, not quite, well, yeah, I've eliminated butt kicks from my workout because butt kicks are too, in my mind, too backside dominant. And if I have an opportunity to work on technique, I want to work on that front side. And so I go high knees, um, skips are huge where you just focus on that knee drive in the skip and then, you know, put it all together. And as Dan John likes to say, my sprinters are fast because they sprint. So, you know, actually run. So do, you know, obviously do a full-on warm-up, but in that warm-up, incorporate drills that are going to help you drive the knees up and focus on that knee drive. Yeah, I think frequency is such a big a big component here. Actually taking time to do sprint work. And um, most people would be surprised. A lot of athletes 
don't work a lot of full speed sprinting. They spend a lot of time at 80, 85, 90% of their sprint capacity in practice, but they don't have these dedicated times of truly working sprint speed. Yeah. And so I think, you know, this probably can lend itself to a whole nother podcast because we can talk about like, you know, how to do so safely so you don't rip a hamstring, but the faster your top speed the, the faster your submax speed will be. So think about that. The top end sprinting is going to go a long way in just making you a faster athlete. But that'll be another podcast. But what I want to say just with that is when you program your speed work, think about soft sprints, soft starts. Like so, you know, maybe something standing, maybe walking into a start to hard starts where you go from the ground to sprinting. And then also think about short starts, so maybe work on acceleration, first 10 yards, to long starts, where you maybe go from like doing accelerations and flying 10s to full-on 40-yard dashes. Yeah, so um, incorporating skipping, I would say specifically things like A-skips, which have a little bit more... um, direct correlation with sprinting, Um, high knee drills. I would also include maybe any um, beginning level plyometrics because what you're trying to develop is some of that stretch shortening cycle and being able to react with the ground. Um, That's so much of sprinting. But um, as an athlete, or again, as a parent, like we really encourage you prioritize sprinting because it is one of the things that we have to do so much in sport and it needs dedicated time, attention, and focus. Absolutely. All right, guys, until next time, stay healthy AF. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast, where we help athletes and adults move, perform, and live better. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, we'd love if you would do us a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. We'll see you on the next show.